When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Morning, everybody. Welcome once again to Sunday Q&A, which once again, I'm going to split into two parts because it's going out, it goes on too long, so we'll do Sunday and it'll spill over into Monday. Um, right, starting off, the continuing, st- the continuing saga of these. Um... Um, Mark Everson was first in. He says they're from, as we can see by the design here, uh, Joy Divi- they said Joy Division album gloves from the album Unknown Pleasures. And London Creative, who's my mate Nick, who's also London Creative, has got his own uh, channel out there. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but everyone loves a subscriber, so if you can and if you do watch London Creative, it's all about London and art and painting and stuff. But Subscribers would be nice for the fella, so if you get the chance, please do. He says the oven gloves are from Unknown Pleasures, Joy Division. He said, I looked up, he looked up, Googled Joy Division oven gloves, and he said, I've got an article ending with a quote saying, so grab your Joy Division oven gloves and done your Duke of the Prague and wake it, the biscuit are coming to town. The clue's there. You're both right and you're both wrong. Yes, they are Joy Division oven gloves. The album featured is Unknown Pleasures. They're not from the album Unknown Pleasures. Stay tuned to the end to find out. Um, yeah, that was really interesting. Right, so we'll cover the videos first. Um, tramping. Tramping was a big one. I, I think it features very heavily with you guys. Um, it doesn't feature so heavily with me. I tried to have a go at it. I got out there on Monday and ended up coming home Tuesday just because that's where the job led me. But I'm, I've got a new approach, and I said I've got a new approach. And what I'm going to do now is like Monday morning, I've got my bag packed. And I'm going to go, I think Monday, I've got Nottingham to Sheffield. And if I get to Sheffield, and there's going to be, you know, Sheffield to Watford, or Sheffield to Oxford, or Sheffield to Ipswich, or something like that, I'll probably do that and come home. If there's Sheffield to Ellesmere Port, or, you know, sort of Leeds to Newcastle, Leeds to Aberdeen, for the right money, I'll do that instead. It's got to be for the right money. Because you go, you got to add the cost, the cost of your hotel on, or I can keep in the van. But I'd rather get a hotel if I can, so that costs me another 30, 40, 50 quid out of my day. So it actually makes it dearer staying out than it does coming home. So with that in mind, I'm going to see, I'm going to let the jobs dictate where I go. I'm not going to deliberately tramp. I'm not going to deliberately not tramp. I'm going to let the jobs dictate where I go. But the people that are out there, so what do we say? Um, Matthew Smith, he says, get yourself on Just Eat. They will deliver kebabs and Chinese, usually to your truck. Yeah, I think that is the way forward. That's the next thing. That's the next thing I've got to do. Um, I don't. I don't suppose it's that tricky. You just sign up. Alternatively, I thought if you want just to eat, it shows you where the places are in the area. Then you can Google and ring them directly and go hi. And then I can actually speak to the guy who's delivering my kebab and go. I'm in um, the car park opposite Asda's. 
this is the number of my truck. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. This kind of strikes me as a middleman for no apparent reason, but we'll see. Uh, domain name uh, guy says drivers tramping will soon be flying drones from their truck to their local takeaway, picking up their takeaway and flying it back. It's all I can do to do videos on my phone. That's going to be way ahead of the curve for me. Well, mind you, I've got another technical thing. We'll come to that in a minute. Um, Mark Lachlan. Now, he kind of kicked himself up for tramping. He said, I've trapped for two years now. I've got a long wheelbase, um, higher roof sprinter. Front half um, was my stuff, stuff. Fridge, cooker, toilet, solar panel on the roof, fold-down bed. Uh, and he said, in the back, I can always get to... He basically, I think it was a long wheelbase, an extra long wheelbase, and he split it in half. So the front half he could live in, the second half he could always get two planets in. He said, I very rarely needed to move more than two planets anyway. Um, he said, I've done overnight and long jobs like Egham to Aberdeen or even longer one job a day, maybe three or four a week. But he said the COVID's killed the jobs now for the moment. Uh, there's a lot less. But he said, I loved it. And when the weather was good, I'd just have a day off and enjoy where I was. That's kind of nice. So that's the idea that I, I kind of thought when, you, when you're booking at the travel lodge of a night time, I said this in the video, I think, um, when, when this thing, when this COVID thing all blows over, if you're out for the night, have a wander around. If it's a nice place, walk along the river, see a park, you know. <laughs> find a pub that kind of thing you know so um paul davis i said the biggest problem with tramping is you don't get your end users paul davis says yep you're right end users is a problem he said but i love the lifestyle just me and the dog monday and away we get hardly any dead miles and it works for me no every i say the thing about the exchange everyone does it their own way and you know what's right for me not my, my, what might what is right for me might not be right for you but you do what's right for you you do you um leanne said Oh, because I did the thing about earwigging, yeah. He said, when I was a coach driver, I used to do exactly that in a pub, especially when I was in the same place Monday to Friday. So you saw, so you saw the same drivers all week. So you kind of get in with them. You could go in the next day. Hello, Barry. Um, he said, nowadays, doing this truck like it, like one to two nights a week is enough for me staying out. He said, I like my own bed. And he said, oh, you have the M1 on Monday. You should, you should be looking out. I said, you know where I am, my friend. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm um, Northampton to Sheffield. Um, and Jeff Seymour says, I do the earwigging thing and join in while in the pub. He said, it drives the missus nuts. I did, when I did the video, I thought, does that sound a bit sad? Standing next to people in pubs and he's dropping a conversation to try and crash in on their conversation, like, you know. And I think part of it comes from being an only child. I was, the truth of the matter is, guys, I was never supposed to be here. Um, my mum was very young when I was born. She was 18, my dad was 20. He disappeared off. You know, kind of wasn't really part of his remit, I think. But he came back when I was about five, and then he stayed for the, for the remaining 27 years. So, you know, kind of better late than never on that score, uh, up until the stage that my mother found a pair of knickers in the laundry basket that weren't hers, and then everything went absolutely crazy. So crazy, I wrote a book about it. <laughs> Follow the link to the website, please. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we used to take me on holidays, and because only child, it's like, go and find friends. Like, Oh, that scares me. I don't want to go and make friends. You go and make friends. Uh, so, well, it wasn't angry or anything. They just tell me to go and make friends. So I ended up going up to people and going, hello, my name's Peter. Would you be my friend? And they always, it was always very nice. I never, ever got a reject. Everyone would say, yeah, of course. When will you play with me? Um, that's that weird. Um, and they'd always go, yeah, I'm going home tomorrow. I always seemed to pick the kid that was going on. Like, you know, it's going to become, become a catchphrase. But I don't know if it's because... I don't know if it's because you have to push yourself out that makes you outgoing. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing now. 
Don't know, do you? That's the thing about life, it's tapestries. You can never work out if you've lived it correctly because you've got no frame of reference. Right, <coughs> back on topic. Um, John Franklin, he says, he doesn't have a, he says, I don't have a heater in my van, so I stay in a travel lodge. If the temperature is five or below, travel lodges are cheap. They are cheap and they're quite acceptable as well. Uh, 24 quid, that's cheaper as 24 pound. Or if it's six or above, I sleep in the van. It's like you said, Pete, it saves Deb miles, so it works overall for me. You do you, my friend. Um, Steve at SDC Services said, in the summer, plenty of work, great, enjoy tramping, winter, little work. I'm earning as much on the van, on runs, um, but costing me a tank of juice extra a week. I'd rather be at home. So I think what he's saying is in the summer, he can stay out and tramp and save a bit of money and fuel. In the winter, the work's not there and it's cold. Go home. So, yeah, well, well we're coming into spring now, guys. So, six degrees or above, we should be fine. Um... Adin Productions says, uh, Hi Pete. Oh, it's about connected to Wi Fi. Getting on our Wi Fi is a nose. And they got the screen, and one of our, I tried to get it on Google, and it said people might be trying to nick your passwords, and they didn't want to let me in. So then I went in via Bing, and that let me in. And then I thought, oh, they're nicking me password. And blah, blah, blah. He says, um, If you don't want to connect to the Wi Fi, you have a decent data plan. I have a decent data plan because I use my phone for my radio, my sat nav, um, the exchange. I, I need it for everything. Um, you can use your phone as a hotspot to help you connect the um, laptop through the Wi-Fi. Let me know if this works. That's fine. The only problem I've got with that is um, you know, I can connect my phone to my computer. I, again, I'm a bit of a Luddite, but I can do that one. The problem I've got with that is if you're in an area that hasn't got great signal, and then the stream's going to So I bought this thing. I haven't even opened it yet. Um, yeah, what it does... That plugs into the back of the phone, which we're currently recording on, and that bit there is a USB lead, which charges the phone so it can't go flat, and an HDMI lead. So the plan is plug that in the bottom of the phone, plug that in so the thing keeps charging. Oh no, that's a charger. That's a charger. That's just a USB port, I don't know what that is. And put the HDMI lead there, and then I've got all the apps on my phone. Amazon Prime, Sky, Disney, and Ken got me Disney for free, but it's got all the super films on, so I live with that. And um, Sky, Netflix, of course. Um, and of course, you can download series onto your phone. So all I've got to do, get in the room, Bosch, charge, Bosch, back of the TV, hit the phone, press play, comes up there. That's the plan. I'll let you know how it goes. Unboxing. <laughs> Unboxing. There we go. Um, Chris C., he says, um, been looking forward to it getting a bit warmer so I can get out there more and not worry where I end up. To me, it sounds like no downside. Fewer dead miles, get to see the country more. Once things start opening up again, it should even be better because I don't want to get stuck in the van when you finish for the day. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. Going somewhere and you just can't get out type thing. Um, Gonna try also going to try and sort out a portable shower soon with some kind of tent enclosure around the back doors. Not exactly how it will work, but but I've got an idea. My mate Clive, who used to look after the lorries before they shut down, he used to be in. Um, he used to have a Land Rover, and he used to drive it across the desert, literally the desert, not you know like one where you have to drive like for sand for like five days. And they said we'd have this thing. It was a tent on the back, and it would fold down and go like that, and had a water tank on the bank. And then they have a shower like that. Quite frankly, it's fine if you're in the desert. I think it's a bit of a palaver. I think you're better off um, ignoring the shower. And you can go to motorway service stations. They've all got showers. Sometimes they look like a toilet door, but they've got showers. And you can ask to use them. Not all of them, but most of them have. Or I'd join a gym. 
for the sake of like you know join I don't know David Lloyd or Every Time Fitness or even local local you can use um, leisure centres. Join you can go in a local leisure centre. You can sign in as a guest. You can go and have a swim. You can have a if they've got you know maybe they've got a sauna. I don't know. Have a swim or use the weights room or just just go and use the shower. Pay them. Out. I think it's for all the for the less grief and you'll get a proper nice clean shower already at the go. So. Um, bum, 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 bum. And finally, Van on the Run, who is our tramping guy who has his own, don't forget, Van on the Run's got his own channel out there. If you want, please check him out. He says, For me, tramping is as much about the adventure and the sense of independence more than anything else. I think you either get it or you don't. I get quite a few comments that I shouldn't have to tramp, etc. If people don't see the appeal, they assume it's done out of desperation. It's much more fun when the sun is shining and there's enough work, though. Roll on the summer. You see, it's that thing, isn't it, really? It's, to me, it's a bit like the Mary Poppins principle. It's kind of like um, a spoonful of sugar. As I, I mean, as an older man, I started, well, I've re-evaluated my opinion of Mary Poppins after watching Tom Hanks and Henry Thompson, that um, Saving Mr Banks. Great film, that. But the whole argument is, you're going to have to do it anyway. You can either look at it as a chore, or you can look at it as a game. And if you look at it, it's a game. Anyone ever seen that film? Because it's a wonderful life. There's another film. It's Italian. Life is wonderful. It's brilliant. Really, really good film. And it's about um, it's about a man, about a dad and his son, and um, they basically they get it's Nazis and they're Jews and they're taken in a concentration camp. And um, the boy turns around and says, "What's going on, Dad?" And his dad goes, "It's a game, son. You're having a game. Oh, what's the prize, Dad? Oh, you win a tank." And he tries to convince his son all the way through the film that the whole thing is a game to try and protect him from it. Brilliant film. It's genius. Really, really good. Um, yeah, so as far as the tramping thing, I think Van around there makes a very good point. You can either think of it as something that you have to do to make money, or you can think of it as, like I said, freedom, the open roads, the, the, the cowboy sort of visiting the town and doing the thing. Admittedly, he's only delivering two pallets. You don't get to kill a load of banditos. And then kicking off again. And, you know, is it good or is it bad, I suppose? You do you at the end of the day, isn't it, really? So, um, yeah. Cool. Right. I did, well, I did think I might do one, because I've started doing the cooking thing as well. Uh, because we get this... We used to, it just worked really well with the lockdown, because you can't get to Tesco's, and no-one's got a delivery slot. Uh, you have to queue up and two metres and take you forever to get round. It's not so bad now. Um, but um, we had these deliveries. We started off with... I can't remember what it's called now. Something. Um, Hello Fresh. And then um, now Gusto's come in. But the missus doesn't like cooking. She just doesn't enjoy it. Me and the kid actually quite like it. And once you plonk all the ingredients in front of me and they give me a lot of thing and tells me what to do. And I did wonder um, whether you could do, maybe someone out, one of you tramping guys out there, you know, a little sort of gas stove. Cooking on, cooking on, cooking while tramping. Whacking together a little sort of, um, I don't know, Thai fish curry. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Just a thought. Anyway, enough about tramping. As usual, I say these things go on. Uh, right, getting to the job in time. Uh, one of the guys, I forget who it was, I did a video and he said, what if I can't, you know, the job says picking up between 11.30 and 12.30 and I'm 45 minutes away, I'm not going to get there till 12.45, should I quote anyway? And my answer was yes, but with caveats. Tell them you're going to be there at 12.45. Right, so I did this video up north because like I said, I kept in um, Newcastle for the night. Um, Steve Campbell said, that's Middlesbrough, about 30 miles from Washington, that bridge is closed. That's the transporter bridge. Uh, Steve, I'm aware of Middlesbrough. I lived in Middlesbrough for three years. 
<laughs> That's what I think we've commented before. And it's a lovely sight, the old bridge. It's like going on. Weird, though. I came off and I thought, if I go that way, I'll get to see the centre, everything. Instead, I went that way, as usual. You know, where have you been? I've been Middlesbrough. What was it like? It was an industrial estate. Everywhere I go is industrial estate. Um, <laughs> I've been to Paris. What's it like? It was an industrial estate. I drove in, took some pallets off and drove out again. Did you see the Eiffel Tower? No. That kind of thing. Now, I've been to Paris in the truck. I've got to stay international. Um... Lee Allen says about the bridge, he said, that bridge um, featured in the programme with a German name uh, and a bunch of billionaires. And at the foot of the bridge was Tuxedo Royal Nightclub ship, which I think has now been scrapped. I think the bridge you're thinking of there, Lee, is the um, Tyne Bridge, which is in um, the middle of Newcastle. If I remember correctly, I have fond memories of the um, Tuxedo Royale. The Tuxedo Royale, and also I think there was a Tuxedo Princess, and they were floating nightclubs. They were like a cruise ship turned into a nightclub. It was great. Oh, we, we, we had a Middlesbrough trip up to, from, the, from the college up to the um, nightclub. Never seen the like of it before. It had a rotating dance floor, which basically... <laughs> I put me, by, put me pint down, went for a dance, the floor rotated, come off the dance floor, couldn't find it again, had to go and buy another pint. I think it was a deliberate ploy to get them to get you one more beer. But I had a, a wonderful time. Yes, it was. It was great fun. Um... Domain name, guys, is a great video on the um, job in time. Thank you, my friend. He says it also applies um, to agency drivers. He said, e.g., when customer posts a job, um, they'll phone the agency driver and couriers will bid for the job. Um, How fast the courier can get there is important to the customer, but sometimes um, you might not be, you might be the customer's favourite courier, you might be further away, but they'll pick you anyway. And then he does go on to give an example. But obviously, we've only got so many times. But if you want to read the main end guys thing, it's under the jobbing time um, comments. So, but yeah, it's a fair point. Ring them up. Tell them where you are. Tell them who you are. Tell them your price. You'll win or you won't, won't you? Uh, Steve, SDC Services says, always be legit with a shipper, um, stroke customer, or... Your good form is going to turn bad. Treat the others the way you will be treated. Billy Basics, not Billy. I won't do the last word, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you can fill in the blanks, nice. Uh, and ladies, of course. And C11 Yan says, it reminds me, he said, we did a job to Warrington to East London in a long wheelbase. Not enough time to get to East London by five o'clock. So our driver rung the delivery contact to see if the following morning would be okay. They said yes, but the shipper went mental. He said, we should have asked them. Anyway, regardless of asking, then there's not enough time to get there. The shipper threw his toys out of the pram, threatened to block us. And when I said, I'm not really that bothered, which didn't go down well. I quite like that. Block me if you like, I don't mind. Um, sometimes CX isn't worth the aggravation, but speak to the shipper, not the delivery contact. I think this, but the only thing I can think of is if um, you're driving to a place and you know you're not going to get there in time and you picked it up in time and you got there as quickly, the shipper can then go, right, okay, the goods you required, you know, you, I told you at the beginning of the job, maybe they did, who knows? So, um, they're not going to reach you in time. They'll get delivered tomorrow morning. There will be an extra fee on the job. And maybe the shipper can get himself a few quid out of it. I don't know. Everyone's different. If it was us, we wouldn't. We'd just ship it in the morning, but um, there you go. So, and finally, I'm going to end on as a conclusion today, the longest job. Because that was a good question. Because Steve Campbell does this job, I think, with his dad. It's like, oh, I think it's like um, Red Car. That's right, Red Car to Peter, Red Car to Peter Lee. Oh, hang on, Red Car is like Red. It's like Red Car to Penzance and back again, which is basically the whole of England, give or take. Because um, if you go much further north than Newcastle, you're in Scotland. If you go much further south than Penzance, you're in the sea. So. Um, 
but he says it's 384 miles one way. I guess that, that seems short to me, but I guess it goes down like that. Um, and, um, and then back again, um, as I understand it, that is. But we need to get to Red Card Peterley first. There's another 27 miles on it. The job is only one way, but I go with my dad on these runs and I get insured to drive the Curtain Cider as a temp driver on social domestic £29 a day, which is good because I know he's been quite crazy money on insurance. Um, but I bought that long, he bought the long wheelbase high, um, high top transit to get himself working as my dad scares, as my dad driving scares me when I'm awake. <laughs> That's an issue, isn't it? So, <laughs> we go. So, well, look, mate. I'm pleased you managed to get your insurance sorted and uh, good luck in the... I'm sure it's not a long wheelbase high-top transit with the word beginning with S in front of it. I'm sure it's a lovely long wheelbase high Good luck. As for longest job, my mass isn't great, but we're going to... Da, 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 da. Tom Grindley, longest job. Da, 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 da. Number three, longest job. Stockport to Stornoway, Isle of Lewis. Uh, just shy of 500 miles. Got off the ferry, met the bloke in the port, turned back round, got the same ferry back again. Five hours in total on the ferry. Uh, Never been to the Isle of uh, Lewis. Um, I did the Isle of Lucy once. Um, That's a spinal tap joke, sorry. Paul Davis for this job. Telford, um, I think it's Telford, Telford, Donington, Fort George, Inverness. Drop reload for RAF Caldos. Heston Cornwall, I'm back to Heston Cornwall, total miles, 1,185 miles. That's going some in the UK. Finally, um, C11 Yan, longest job, sold on the CX, Kent to the Isle of Rassi, weight and return, 1,334 miles in a long wheelbase. Curious now how much you'd pay for that, mate. <laughs> anyway... Da, 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 that's it. Right. Uh, and finally, Steve Campbell says, um, he says, also, now this is a fair point, this. He says, I am pricing 75p a mile on long distance runs for a local man of van work at £30 or £30 an hour for self loading, £40 if I have to get my hands dirty, up to 10 miles, including 50p per mile after the 10th mile. There's the maths on that when you can work it out. I think um, we, we'll come up to the miles again um, tomorrow. On the miscellaneous, I know Van on the runs made a good point. But um, uh, finally, yes, they are featuring the album Unknown Pleasures. And yes, they are Joy Division Oven Gloves. But the song is from Acton Bono by Half Man, Half Biscuit. Hence the reason it's this Donya Duke of Prague away kit, because they did a song called All You Want for Christmas, All I Want for Christmas is Duke of Prague away kit. So the pot's too hot, you'll never guess what. I've got Joy Division oven gloves. I'll do you a link. Cheers, guys. I'll stick out tomorrow. And in the meantime, miscellaneous tomorrow. Take care. Take money. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.